Sometimes life can be poo Like a big bag of poo That is covered in poo And I am a very silly dad With limited ukulele skills Trying to make a podcast to interest you Hello, my name is James and thank you for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about my three tips of things I think you can do to vastly improve your mental health and your emotional intelligence and generally just feel happier and more connected to the world and the people around you. I watched a TED talk or I listened to a TED talk by a lady called Polly Young Eisendrath, who is a psychotherapist, sort of mindfulness coach, Buddhist. I'll put the link to her TED talk in the description. So if you want to check it out, I would definitely recommend doing so. I just I listened to it three times, actually. It really, really resonated with me. And for someone like myself who struggled with depression and OCD and my mental health on and off to varying degrees since my teens, it really has helped me and really are the few things that I think really might help you if you can take them on board. She talked about how in all her years of being a therapist, the one thing that she found really sort of linked to a lot of the people that she talked to, whether that was normal everyday people or people who had been practicing Buddhists and meditators for years, was that the one thing that made people more unhappy with themselves was that they generally didn't like themselves. And that would be from a feeling of inadequacy, that they weren't doing enough or they hadn't done enough or they weren't measuring up to their peers, or in some cases, a feeling of self-importance. She talked about how we all have this sort of sense of importance and how we, through our own consciousness, can can dictate how things are going and how our life is. She goes on in her talk to say how it, it's a problem that's becoming worse and we're becoming more and more insular under the idea that actually we are the fixers and the the designers of our own happiness. But actually, the more we do that and the more we think that it's down to me, it's my internal process that will make my life happy actually has the adverse effect and actually you end up feeling worse and feeling less connected and comparing yourself more to other people and thinking you don't measure up enough compared to other people through meditation and through the tips I'm going to talk about in a minute how if you can consider yourself as one thing as one human race you're more likely to 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 live a more happy and fulfilling life. She described happiness as a way we might describe as being in the flow of a state. When you're in that flow, you are not comparing yourself to anyone else. You are not focusing on yourself too much. You're so involved in the activity. So for example, yesterday, we're trying to think of ways to save money. Everyone in the world, I imagine, at the moment is struggling financially. And we've the one thing we've noticed is that probably through, not laziness, because both my wife and I work full time. My lives are pretty full on. We've we have I I worked at, I hadn't been to a supermarket for about four years. Had our weekly shop brought to us, and that plus sort of five or ten trips to the club a week. Our our food bill was sort of thirty or forty percent more than it needs to be. Which when you're when money's not an issue, you're not aware of. But money is an issue at the moment. And if we can save two or three hundred pounds. A month that might make a big difference because that's actually all you need to do to take the edge off you don't need to become a millionaire overnight to have no worries about money you just have to have a little bit more money 
than that at the end of the month sorry i utterly digress so basically i got i went and did a massive food shop and i came home and threw myself into emptying all the cupboards and cleaning out the cupboards and emptying the freezer and de-icing the freezer and and i was so involved in the most mundane of tasks there's nothing i think less glamorous than de than de-icing your freezer but i felt really happy i felt really fulfilled i was doing something for my family i was doing something that wasn't about me i wasn't comparing myself to other people de-icing freezers i was involved in an activity and i suppose you could best describe my state as a happy state so i agree with what she says that actually happiness is best defined as being in the flow in 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 in, it's so in so involved in activity that you're not aware of yourself as massively unglamorous as it was cleaning out the cupboards and getting everything in order and lining up cans of beans i was happy i had no desire to be anywhere else or doing anything else because i was engaged fully in this activity and that made me feel happy and i suppose because i was so engrossed in this activity there was flow if i the minute i suddenly start being self-aware or comparing myself or evaluating myself the flow will stop and i'm not in that in that state and i'm 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 looking for myself to make myself happy where actually the i think i've heard it jim carrey say in a speech the 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 world the world happens for you um it's not down to you to make yourself happy you just need to kind of get out of your own way you kind of just need to let let things happen we're also desperate to be achieving and to be doing better than our peers or better than we think we should be doing that we're sort of constantly evaluating and comparing and not actually living not actually enjoying the <laughs> the massively glamorous job of uh detailing and wiping down your cupboards but just being involved in the activity it's it was life was happening for sorry life was happening to me i was just letting things happen i was just going with it and because i was in that state of flow i just felt happy or happier than i would do if i was sat scrolling through an instagram feed thinking mm, someone else has got a much bigger fridge and they're doing a much better job of de-icing it than i just did she spent a lot of time studying the concept of the self and how we all what is a self if i asked 100 people what their concept of a self was you'd get 100 different answers the buddhist from my understanding have the idea there is no self there isn't you are you're not one individual person living experience you're part of one civil like one human species living in experience and that's what and when you and when you live in that state you're much happier when you separate yourself and make yourself well i am james in my bedroom doing a podcast you're not as happy as you think well actually i am that person but i'm also the animals out the birds flying i'm also the postman walking around i'm kind of probably not i'm probably not describing it well but the idea that we are part of one we are part of one big thing so you know a body has millions billions of cells we are like one cell in a, in a massive body of of a human experience and when you think think of it like that and try and let try and recapture the, the the excitement of the of life the excitement the adventure of life the mystery that you don't have to know it all that you don't have to know what you're doing next year that you don't have to and just let it happen to you let the experience of life happen to you it takes a lot of the pressure off you don't suddenly have to be well if i'm not this person in five years time or i'm not earning this in five years time then i've failed no just let life happen to you 
I really like the saying, get out your own way. You're, you are the, probably the problem. You're the, we are the biggest problems in our own lives. How we perceive how we're doing or how we perceive what we should be doing compared to society. And that's where constant comparing through social media isn't helping us because you're naturally going to compare yourself to your contemporaries and thinking, well, so-and-so has just gone a holiday there or so-and-so just bought that house or, well, I'm his age and I have his resources, level of education. I should be doing that. Well, why? It doesn't work like that. She went on to say how a lot of the problems that a lot of people have these days and certainly a lot of the people that she, she works with in her therapy is, is when people, they're looking inwards and when actually, if you can train yourself to look at the mystery of the world around you, it takes a lot of the pressure off. And what do I mean by that? Being present, I suppose, just being aware of the things that happen to you at the moment look pay attention to something in front of you look out out the window and watch away you know the, the leaves are being blown or watch your bird and really focus on it and suddenly you sort of you think well actually we are one we are i am part of this massive exciting thing and it's not down to me to to fix it or to know what to do next i'm just part of this that's not to say that you have absolutely no responsibility. There's probably been never been a better time, certainly in my lifetime, when actually there's been a, more of a need for us to come together and go, we are in this together. There are difficult times. There are wars raging around the world. There are people destitute and struggling. The success lies in us helping each other. You're going to feel amazing if you help your neighbour out who might not be able to afford something or, might, or you see someone who's having a crappy time and you go that extra effort to really ask if they're all right, even if it feels a bit awkward and you're not sure, the benefits are gonna feel good and then you're suddenly gonna realize I am totally part of one thing. It's not just me, a separate entity. I'm part of a much bigger and more exciting thing. When we go, when we are inward and we are comparing ourselves to other people and we're evaluating, we're basically worrying ourselves to death. The minute we, minute we stop looking outward and looking at the world as a mysterious and exciting place and we suddenly focus on what we are doing and, and considers a, a sort of a separate entity you just start worrying stop being in the flow and therefore i suppose you stop being what we would describe as happiness and she asked well why do we do this yes human beings are animals in the same way that a fox or a cow is an animal but we're very different in in some ways and we have a self-consciousness there are certain emotions and things that we do that don't help and it all starts with the birth of the ego when at sort of about 18 months old we we suddenly are aware that we are a thing that we are separate from our mother talk about the terrible twos when suddenly your toddler does decides that actually no i really need a fourth bag of quavers and I'm going to get it because it's something I need. It's something I want. And it's it's that balance of the ego. The more I listened to her TED talk, the more it made me think, actually, yeah, the more I become separate or see myself as separate from bigger thing, a bigger idea, a bigger concept, the more unhappy I am. So from a toddler, this develops up to the age of about 25, she says, and it's called executive functioning, which is basically our desire and ability to govern our own feelings and control how can make make decisions in our lives that control our lives and and determine how our lives are and when our egos are aroused they make us feel separate and they make us feel more separate from other things and and make us compare ourselves to other thing and tap into these sort of self-aware awareness emotions 
The four emotions, sort of self-awareness emotions she mentioned were shame, guilt, envy, jealousy. It's not a complete list. There are others. She just said these were the four biggies. Others like embarrassment, self-pity were also on the list. But the, these are the four she mentioned that, that had the most detrimental effect. So when she talked about shame, the idea that there's something about you that is defective, it's different from other people, you can't change it, it's just who you are, and it's something it's it it's 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 something that you really despise about yourself and it makes you want to hide away, um, makes you not makes you want to sort of become more inward and be, become less connected with the world. There's something about you that you can't you can't change and that people will dis would dislike about you if they knew about it. It's something you want to hide from the world. And shame is not to be confused with guilt. Guilt is, from her understanding, or and I think she's right, an idea to to want to... You've made a mistake, but actually the, you, when you get, you're feeling a guilt, you want to go and to right the wrongdoing. You've, you've, you've done something or you've said something bad and you feel guilt and you, watch, you actually intentionally want to go and change it and improve it and right the situation. Shame is that you want to cover it up. You don't want anyone to know about the situation and that's where those two emotions differ. And the problem with shame is it makes you want to retreat. It makes you want to stay at home, not interact with people. My intrusive thoughts are much worse when I'm on my own. If I don't have a perspective, if I don't have a, another adult to discuss things with, you can torture yourself with sort of negative thoughts and worries when you're on your own, if there's something you're ashamed about. And the other two self-awareness emotions she talked about envy and jealousy envy is the idea that you want to attack or destroy something that somebody has that you you don't feel you could have for yourself and it's it's seeing something on social media and instead of being happy for something that someone has you want to attack it or berate it or slag it off and jealousy is that you want to emulate something that somebody has that you want to achieve something that somebody has that you've seen something that you want for your life and both of these emotions are different, but they both have a negative effect and they both they both belittle you. They both make you feel worse. And I think that's where social media and, and, our, and the need to manage social media and police it yourself is important because social media has given us lots of things, lots of great things. But it also has given us an opportunity to make the world just a, a non-stop popularity contest which is just exhausting because it doesn't matter how good you're doing there's always going to be someone out there in your group of friends group of friends how many of those people do you know i have maybe two or three friends and there's always gonna be someone that's got something you want or got something that you, that you have or something that you're jealous that you wish you had and this constant comparing to other people and looking inward instead of looking outward is not making us happy. And she goes on to say how these emotions can make us feel like we are solely responsible for making ourselves happy and achieving everything we have. And it's down to us as a separate entity to create this and we're entirely responsible for everything that happens to us in our lives. And when things don't go right or things don't pan out the way you want, you you kind of attack yourself or berate yourself because you think, well, in a slightly arrogant way, well, it's down to me. I should have seen that coming or I should have been able to do that. Or it's because I'm there's something wrong with me that it hasn't gone right. Or it's something wrong. There's something wrong with me that I feel this way. And I completely agree with her when she says that, of course, we are responsible for our actions. We are responsible for what we say and what we do. 
but we're not responsible for everything. We're not responsible for everything that happens to us in the universe. And sometimes it's unhealthy to think we have that level of control when we don't. I think sometimes you have to just let life happen to you and just put a bit more faith in the mystery of of the universe that you are a part of. So how can you feel genuine moments of happiness from on a moment to moment basis in your life? Try and engage with your surroundings in a really simplistic way. Feel the air on your cheek. Look at look at look outside and focus on the way the trees move or what's happening outside you know really engage with your own your senses and try and fire up the idea that there's a part of a mysterious and exciting and interesting world and try and do that every time you're feeling bored or you're bored with yourself or you're feeling that life's boring or life's not what you want suddenly look outside and just try and work just try and engage in the mystery and, and the the fascination of it Going for a walk and just looking at how the clouds move or looking up and maybe engaging with other people. And you don't have to spend years training with meditation in order to do this, in order to become engaged in your immediate world. The idea, come back to the idea that you are tiny and that the world or the universe is massive. And just suddenly, hopefully that will put the worries and the boredom into perspective and think, Actually, I'm part of something much more exciting than my worries or my concerns. And I think if you can just be a bit more aware of, I don't know, the light in a room or the way somebody smiles, you suddenly will realize that actually that's not happening just to me. That's happening to everyone. That's happening. I'm, I'm part of something that's happening. It's an experience that's happening to everyone. Sometimes I watch my children sleep and just I'm fascinated by how we've managed to create these these beings and that in itself just makes me feel happy that i'm here and i'm a parent and i'm their parent and i'm i've be, i've got this fantastic project that i can if all i do for my entire life is strive to be the best dad i can be then i'll be really happy with that if 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 all i do is 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 work to, to 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 support them and to make them happy and to give them the love and support that's enough. That is more than enough. And it doesn't have to be your children. It can be your partner. It can be your friends. The minute I find that you suddenly do that and try and think, well, what can I do for other people? The world expands and gets more interesting. And I think can help you get into that flow, that happy place. And the second thing I would do to help yourself be happier and be more in a flow state is maybe experiment with going half a day or a day or if you can build it to a couple of days of not looking at yourself in the mirror or not scrolling at pictures of yourself on facebook we, we we never used to have photos of ourselves we never used to have the medium of facebook and i think the problem is this constant looking at ourselves makes you go inward and makes you all it does is make you compare and detaches you from a bigger more interesting world more it makes your world smaller when you suddenly start obsessing with your your eyebrows your hair color how tall short fat thin you are it suddenly makes it i don't think it helps i honestly don't think it helps i think it makes your world smaller and the third tip that Polly mentioned, and I think it's a great one, is suddenly become really interested 
your surroundings and by that i mean your how you can change other people around you how if someone you see in your immediate area your family your friends is sad what can you do individually to help them how, how can you benefit someone else's life and the minute i think you do that you suddenly expand your world and you don't make it about you you don't make it about what do i need to get today to feel better it's like well what can i do for my kids who look a bit sad or you know looking a bit low today what can i do what what effort you know can i Will me smiling at someone help? Um, will me opening a door for someone help? And I, I've, I've started doing, I, I've done it a few times. I did it for yesterday in the supermarket and probably freaked, freaked a few people out. But just getting out of the way or just a shared experience of the fact that I had a, I had the duff trolley that seemed to want to go constantly left and bang into all the aisles. A shared experience of someone else of just, you know, when you look around and you see that, it's really busy and we all share the same frustrations and then instantly my life's slightly better and their life's slightly better and you maybe share that experience and you suddenly realize actually we are all in this together whether we like it or not and another saying i heard i think it was from a plumber which is quite amusing when you think about the quote there are two types of people there are either radiators or drains what type of person are you when you go into a room or you go into the office or you go into home do you drain the vibe do you make things worse or do you radiate do you help people are you that person that goes into a room where everyone's a bit grumpy and helps helps it go along helps people get along so just to clarify three tips to have a happier more exciting more connected life number one when you're feeling bored or you're feeling down on yourself look up look around you you know look at the the way the light fills the room uh you know be aware of of the wind on your face go out for a walk and watch watch something be aware of something observe your surroundings and number two take a bit of time not looking in the mirror not comparing yourself not looking at yourself other people and number three be a radiator don't be a drain what can you do for other people what can you do to make the, this world your corner of the world better is you smiling is you making a joke is you trying to make feel someone better is you home, holding a door look up and think where can i be of use i hope you got something from that i've got a facebook group that i would love you to join i post all sorts of things on it like links to fantastic ted talks i hope wherever you're on the world you're okay if you've got a question for me about mental health or parenting please let me know i'm trying to build a community with this podcast and make it much more interesting and create the sort of content that people actually want i'm generally trying to help people who might be struggling and make your lives and your family lives more fulfilling i hope wherever you are in the world you're okay take care lean on me if you're having a wobble because i am a man who's often quite Safe in the knowledge that it's not just you and me